Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Unofficial Elder Scrolls Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Pylon, and we've got a good show for you today on November 29th. Since I originally just changed the show notes from November 28th because or 22nd because this was supposed to happen last week, but we'll talk more about what I did and why we didn't have a show last week a little bit later. Ironically, <laughs> it's what what you did did was incredibly appropriate because the yeah. topic technically does have to deal with CPUs. This is true. It does a little bit actually, yeah. So that's kind of funny because I, I I borked a few things. Uh, that voice you guys hear, you may all recognize, is AKB, our wandering uh, Iron Golem, which has been a hot topic in chat tonight. Uh, how's it going today, AKB? Hey, I'm doing great, Pylon. How's it going with you besides destroying... I, I want, I'm going to guess a $400 piece of hardware. It was a... Well, yeah, it was a $400 piece of hardware, which was great. It was super fun. I'm so happy it happened. I'm still like having like heart palpitations Aww. thinking about that. That was just brutal. It's like that's what you want right before Christmas is just to destroy hardware right before you started. But uh, that sympathetic sound we hear though is the one and only Doctor Hudat, or as we like to just call her Doc. Hello. How's it going? It this is evening? going. How is everybody this evening? Now that is a grim way to put it, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> It's, it's going. going. It's going oh, good. It's, I mean, it's going better than good. it not going. <laughs> Last week it's it going good. Going. Is go it's going good. Like it, it used to be slang uh, at one of my old workplaces. Oh, it's going to mean <laughs> I, I'm about to just check out of reality. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, that, that is something that happens. That is fair though. You're like, oh, like, it's going. I mean, you did just get out of a proc run, so. I did. And then we had, like, some fun technical difficulties. So, I mean, it's going. It's going in a Which positive we'll also way, though. talk about soon. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah. Well, why don't we start talking about all of that stuff that's going on? So, let's pop over to the news. So we actually have a lot of news to talk about this week. There's a lot of things going on in the world of Elder Scrolls, but I wanted to get started with some fun UESP things. Uh, to start, Patreon rewards are all in the throes of being shipped right now. So I think many of you should have already got them. And if you haven't, they're probably very, very close to getting there. We went through two weeks ago and showed off all the fun rewards that we had, which is an exciting thing going on. We also have an exciting thing that's going on right now in Twitch is we're doing a little bit of a giveaway. Uh, so if you type exclamation mark coin in chat, uh, we're going to be giving away a coin and calendar on stream after the podcast tonight. Um, as well for our audio listeners, I'll be posting a link to enter into a raffle for the stream uh, or for the coin and calendar combos as well for all of our audio podcast listeners. So make sure you check out the show notes to get that link. It'll be really, really fun. You can enter that way. The only thing you need to be willing to do is send us your mailing address so that we can send you the coin and calendar because they are physical items. Uh, so everybody who's listening throughout chat tonight, uh, I won't be mentioning it too much as we're recording the podcast, but if everybody in chat can remind everybody that there is a giveaway going on, that would just be swell. Um, outside of that, um, our Extra Life event is happening on Saturday. It's, it's happening finally. Um, we're going to be doing it's a lot... Happening. 
I know. I feel like I've been talking about it forever. So it's fun to like actually be in there and be like, oh, there's a lot of things I need to do between now and then. So I'm trying to figure out if I'm going to take the day off work before it to prep or after it to recuperate because it's going to be a very, very long day, but it should be a lot of fun. Uh, I kind of want to let everybody know. So if you don't know what Extra Life is, it's a charity event where we're raising money for local children's hospitals. Uh, personally, I'll be raising for the one right near me, which actually was very important as that's where we got a lot of help when my son was first born because he was uh, five weeks premature. So it's a, one of those ones that's really important to me and it really s- sits close to home. Uh, we're going to be having a lot of giveaways and a lot of fun events throughout the entire day. Uh, we're going to be doing a naked maw trial. So we're going to be going through, I can't remember which trial we're doing right now, but the rules are you're only allowed to wear uh, Maw of the Infernal monster set and white weapons. And then everything else you can only wear as you find it in the trial as you go. So we're going to have a lot of fun with that, seeing how well that works. It should. We'll see if we can just break the game completely because that many schnappies showing up at one time. So like, many schnappies. It's going to be so much. It'll be great. Um we're going to be doing, I'm going to be teaching an uh, an aerobics class to the Elder Scrolls Blade. So I've got my Switch <laughs> going to be set up with the motion controls and I'll be back here doing some nice squats and lunges while we do uh, while we do that there. And if we raise $1,000 before 11 p.m., I'm going to do it in my 80s workout costume that I have, which is, uh, it's special, Shut we'll up. say. Yes. Yeah, it's it's glorious so you guys will get to see that I'm that so fun thing you get to see me show off the uh pipes while we're doing that and doing some push-ups and <laughs> fun there uh sarthus is going to be doing some skyrim modding he's going to show off how he does modding in skyrim uh sarthus you may know does the eso imports mod in skyrim which is a lot of fun uh and then we've just got tons and tons of giveaways throughout the day we've got so much fun things happening uh we're going to be giving away torch bugs we're giving away coins we're giving away calendars We've got crowns to give away, and then we've got a bunch of bundles of UESP swag, which will be really, really fun. So we've got uh, notepads, pens, like, going to be a lot of good things. So uh, I'll, I'll leave the show notes out there. Uh, one that I think is a per- personal favorite of mine that I want to point out, I'll leave them in the show notes for if you want to see all of them. But if we make $2,000, we have Avron has agreed to only do a month-long Ebon Heart Pact campaign, and we'll stream <laughs> the entire thing. Uh, so we're going to pull Avron away from the Dominion, uh, finally, to uh, fight for the Pact. And if we make it up to 5,000, she's going to do it in full IRL, even Heart Pact gear, including, like, yeah, <gasps> yes. to the nines and stream the whole thing. So we really, really want to see that. Yes. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, so I'll post in chat. You can start donating anytime, or you can join us on Saturday. Anybody who donates now, you can... Get us a little bit of a head start so we can get ready to make Avron uh, play for the pact. Um, I'll also, if we hit some of these stretch goals, like I might be doing an episode of the podcast uh, fully in Argonian voice for the entire time. Which. <gasps> what? Yes. I don't know how well it's going to work. I'm going to have to try very, very hard to do that. But yeah. It's going to be a fun time. So I'll be doing full Argonian voice. If we make it to another goal, I'm going to just RP the entire podcast. It'll Um, be be the UESB podcast, the special unwatchable episode. I I don't know. I think I could pull it off. I've been practicing in front of Amir. I'm not going to do it right now. But I've been practicing seeing how much of a normal conversation. 
Yeah, full Rumplegore skin. Mm-hmm. Um, that voice is hard to pull off, though. Like, props to the voice it actors is. in all of the games yeah. that actually can pull off that that dead tone kind of talk where they talk kind of like this for the entire time. Like, it's it's going to be fun. Um, you do good. You have to yeah. wear your Argonian face mask, too. I was thinking about that. The only problem is you yeah. can't hear that well with it, but I might just, like, pull oh, that's it off a little bit. We'll see what's going on. But that, I think, it's all the UESP news, unless, AKB, did I miss anything? No, that's the major stuff, at least. I mean, yeah, I think the so. UESP is a giant, infernal beast of with many different <laughs> unexplored layers that many mortal souls will never see you, you can't really get a photograph of what's going on all the time it's true there's a lot of things happening i was very curious where you were going with that for a minute there i was like I an infernal <laughs> beast like and then we shall challenge it to a duel <laughs> i didn't know what was gonna happen the there doom. uh well eso seems to be uh holding the majority share of the news this week uh we've got a lot of things going on the biggest thing uh off the top that was supposed to be last week we were going to talk about it but we didn't get a chance to is uh elder scrolls online announced that it's not going to be supporting apple's new silicon uh so just a preference for that apple has released its new arm uh, macbooks and it's an arm-based processor so they're shifting away from intel um and elder scrolls online has said they will not be supporting that um I don't know, AKB, do you have, I'm sure you have thoughts on this. I mean, it's not surprising that... No. Let's just face it, if you have been... This is just a bit too technical for us. I don't want to bore people, but if you watched, like, Apple's dedicated CPUs they were making for their phones versus what they had in their uh, desktops and laptops thanks to their ongoing deals with Intel... It was kind of clear that Intel's time with them was done. Yeah. I think they, they've wanted to do a few things for a long time that they have, that Intel hasn't Intel stopped them, them, definitely. Yeah, like battery life has been a big thing. And also, so what's interesting is like looking at all the benchmarks from the new processors, they look great. Like they look like they're phenomenal pieces of hardware, but it's a lot of work for a development team to go in and rebuild for a different architecture like that's that's a very hard thing to do yeah um i know interestingly i know world of warcraft has announced they will be supporting it natively um it it is but world of warcraft has predominantly been and all of blizzard games have always been pc and mac since the very beginning that's been like a very big part of their history so it kind of makes sense i imagine their player base on mac is big enough that they're willing to that it's worth it for them. Whereas on ESO, like, I don't think it's big enough. And ESO mm-hmm. now has the benefit of Stadia. That if you're a Mac player, yeah. they're just going to push. They're like, fine, play on Stadia. Stadia exists. This is perfect for that kind of thing. Uh, I definitely am curious of the hard numbers. Uh, World of Warcraft used to actually give them, if you remember back in the day. Long ago, yeah. Yeah, uh, they dropped. They stopped doing they stopped that doing after that five years ago, I think. Yeah, well, when the player count dropped to like two million players, they said, "Nope, we're not talking yeah. about it anymore." Yeah, uh, understandably. I, ESO has never done a pub like they've told us how many copies they sold, but they've never told us 
how many active players they have on each platform. So no, it is a mystery. Uh, they did actually. ESO did tell us once a couple of years ago when they hit. I think it was three million. They, they that hit, was a few years back. That and was they sales. Said it was about that was sales, and, not concurrence. Right, not concurrence, but in sales, it was. They said it was split pretty evenly between PC, Xbox, and PS4. It was like one million, one million, one million. Which gives you um, kind of a I, taste of. It gives you a bit of a base for understanding that, but I bet the Mac user base has been slim to none for a very long time. I like I'm a Mac user myself. I use a Mac to edit the podcast every single week. I don't play ESO on Mac. If I'm on my Mac, I use Stadia for it, or I like stream it from another computer. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it hasn't been optimized for a long time. The my like I have an iMac, which is like a 5K screen. I don't have a graphics card that's pushing 5k easily enough to like make it worthwhile to do. Like I have to stream it and upscale it. Like it's just not worth it. Um, so I, I'm not surprised to see it. And I'm not actually even that sad. I think with Stadia existing, it's, they have other options for those players that want to play. Right. Without having to buy new hardware. Like they could move to console, but if they don't want to buy something new, they still have access to their PC account on Stadia. Like it seems like a reasonable push from mac i don't know macs aren't for gaming i'll i'll be willing to say yeah. that i like, definitely agree with that and it's kind of why i don't begrudge them for this yeah i i, I don't think I, it was actually one of those like negative announcements like it's bad news but almost all the comments i saw on are like yeah i or like the people that are even affected they're like this sucks but i don't blame them i i actually yeah. did do uh uh pulse check and did ask on all of our social media channels does this actually affect you and i think bylon's like one of the three people who said yes yeah yeah Yeah, not too many people it's a very slim minority and even then that's only if with if you're upgrading yeah, so just as a preference, I see Lunar, Lunarumi in uh, chat. Mac will still be supported. Yes, on the it's old Intel-based systems. On the old Intel, as long as they can. Yeah. So Mac OS will still be a platform. Like, if you have an Intel Mac, you can still play ESO for the foreseeable future. But all of the new hardware using the new architecture won't be supported so if you buy an app macbook air with an m1 cpu in it you will not be able to play i think you can play it in emulation but they said this the performance is abysmal yeah um so because it's an emulator it's hard to do that kind of thing for a video game so yeah as of i I actually now if you buy a new i'm actually curious about it of the truth of that because i mean i don't think of eso as one of the most intensive games you know, and Macs can have some pretty it's... beefy uh, hardware in them. Yeah, it all depends on optimization and how they're building it yeah. and compiling it and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It seems like they'll be... Really, with Stadia, it more or less is supported. Yeah, basically. Just without uh, just, add-ons. Yeah. Well, well. yeah. So it's just like console, right, Doc? <laughs> Yeah, totally. Basically, uh, speaking of consoles, <laughs> uh, yeah. So oh uh, last Monday did get an incremental patch, 
which I think for the first time ever, all platforms were patched at the same time. Every single platform was patched mm. on the computer. And that is the fault of Stadia. I mean, define patched, though. Okay, a patch was applied <laughs> to the server on the 23rd for the first time ever. Whether it worked yeah. or not, or did anything, is a whole <laughs> other question. But they did yeah. the thing at the same time. Um, so the attempt was it was to fix a large number of the instabilities and crashes that had been going on. Um, it fixed a lot of them on PC that we saw. Um, some people are still having some pretty heavy problems. Like I know kids I was talking to was still seeing around five crashes from different people during a trial. I've done a few trials this week and I haven't had any crashes except for one person, but they were playing on a hotspot. So I'm not entirely certain it was ESO crashing or their network was just completely falling apart because they were like disconnecting from Discord mm. too. Baratron saw the same thing. Um, I've seen mixed reports about Xbox. If it's been working great or not working great on Xbox, I've seen a few different things. Um, but how's a PS4 doing, Doc? <laughs> well let me tell you <laughs> it's not really working all that great um there's been a few fixes uh but for, i mean hey we can sit down in our in our houses again so that's a plus um <laughs> but <laughs> what a random problem like i mean such a random problem and such a random fix okay yeah. i mean for me i was actually really excited about that because i had been decorating in my house and i had just put up these really cute rocking chairs in my house and i was really <laughs> mad because i couldn't even use them and so that was a nice little fix but people are still dcing like really yeah. really badly and like for some people like they're dcing and they're not even able to log back in for days that's so um, weird and I haven't seen not, that at all on PC. It's crazy. And then on top of that, uh, it's not for doing that. There's the usual, you know, when you group up in a large group, you're going to have your DCs. That one's expected. It's annoying as crap, but it is expected. Um, especially like the, the lucky number 12th member, you know, if you're number 12 and you're grouping up for a trial, you're definitely going to DC. Has that been a long standing um, thing on PS4? No, basically since just Markarth since, dropped. Oh, just with the Markarth thing. Okay. I mm -hmm. thought you were saying like yeah. it was like an old old bug from like months and months ago. I'm like, I've no, never No, no. Yeah, no. This is something that all these things have started since Markarth. I mean, there's still houses you can't visit. Uh, uh, one of my, like my main guild, uh, shout out to Pan's Playground. Um, they, uh, we do like these scavenger hunts and we did this massive scavenger hunt a couple weeks ago where we would visit other people's houses and we'd have to find items at each person's house. And there were a couple people that unfortunately we were not even able to go to their house because of the freaking bug. The permissions um, bug? Yeah. Well, it, the permissions, yeah. Like you, there's, you just cannot. You try to go to their house, house like, and then they, and it, it brings you right back over. Okay. Yeah. There is a fix for that. They're working on an actual just, fix, but they have to, you just uh -huh. have to remove your permissions and add them again. And that fixes that. Cause I had so that on my the house person. Too. So the person did, uh, we had a few different members who they would fix their, they would undo their permissions and then they would redo their permissions and they undo it. They even tried to do it where they specifically gave permission to specific members to see if that would work. And it still yeah. didn't work. Uh, there is a, a way where you can travel to the person 
um, oh, but okay. even then it doesn't necessarily work. So there's, yeah. and it's just a few specific That's still going houses. on on PC too. Yeah. That's still going on okay. PC too. Um, I know okay. our main guild hall is still inaccessible. Uh, so we built a second Oof. guild hall. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. yeah it would only uh, work while somebody was on, like if Baratron was online was the only way we could travel yeah. to the house. And then it was like, yeah, right. So we had to move. Yeah. We have a temporary guild hall right now. Yeah. So, um, so there's that, uh, what else? <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll just DC for like, literally like if you're just standing there, like say you're p- picking crazy. up Ritz or whatever, and then boom, it's just gone. Um, I'm trying to think there's so many things. Oh, uh, my group, we went into vet dark shades too. Um, a few nights ago and we got to the, like, or no, the second to the final boss, you know, like where all the centurions and dwarven spiders and spheres are all there waiting, you know, what boss I'm talking about in dark shade too. Yeah. Yeah. So we went there and my friend Demi and I, we were doing werewolf. So he was a werewolf tank and I'm just werewolf DPS. And we, we pounce on everything and we were like, let's just pull all of it. And so we did it and we were killing everything. And then all of a sudden it's just like everything respawned. Yeah. And we were like, what the you heck? You told me about and so this thought, and I was okay. like, it that one I feel insane. like is a, is a doc specific bug. Cause no, I look no. everywhere to find this bug on the line. Cause I was like, there's, I've never heard of this one before. This is the only time. And I couldn't no, find a single instance of this ever happening before. I think doc just broke everything. I mean, no, I've had, uh, bosses, me. <laughs> I've had bosses ring themselves out and reset, but I haven't had them respawn like that. And not even respawn, like multiply. <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah, it multiplied. Like, that was the craziest thing. So we thought, okay, maybe it's our werewolves. So then we didn't. So then we just tried. And it reset on us, guys, five different times. That's like, Maybe reset. you just unlocked like, the ultra bed mode. Maybe. It's, it's ultra, it was ultra hard ultra, mode. Ultra, ultra, ultra hard mode. But it wasn't even the final boss. And then we were like, wait, are there more ads than usual? Like, it was crazy. That's like, it was the like they multiplied. Time. And finally, finally, after like the fifth reset, we killed him. We went to the final boss and we did that. But it was just like, what is happening with this game? Um, yeah, it's it's just crazy. It's frustrating. Um, Honestly, it's super frustrating. It's so are- I, I just want to say at this point, I have to say ESO's code is just straight up haunted. Oh, yeah. There's, I mean, there's so straight will, up ghosts living in there. It there's might also be. been, and I think it's also just releases this month have been haunted. Um, even like wow, their new expansion's been really, really rough start. Like they had people that like just couldn't, like they launched their new expansion, like they couldn't do anything. It was super weird. Um, what other? Uh, there was a few other games I think we were talking about that launched this month that just oh, massive, massive bugs, massive, massive problems. Um, I think really? so, like, yeah, there's a, there's been Were a any major things, launches like, this month. Like everything moved um, out of the way for Cyberpunk 2077, and then Cyberpunk 2077 yeah. left. We looked it up, and I was talking about it. I gotta remember where I was look, talking about it. it was somewhere was on the it Discord. the Assassin's Creed game? Valhalla had a bunch of problems. Oh, Valhalla! Yeah. Oh, that's what I heard. There were a yeah, few bugs. especially on PC. There was a ton of big bugs on PC. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's um, just, I just. I just think that's every Ubisoft game on PC, though. They 
They are bad. I was going to say that's an assa- that's an Assassin's Creed game, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I remember Odyssey for a while now. I'll search for yeah. my comment because I had a list of them that it was. Oh, and also there was a few other like um, the PlayStation launch had a bunch of problems. The Xbox launch had a bunch of problems. Like, I mean, that's uh, that's more scalpers, though. Uh, that was no, the main no, issue. no, with servers issues and stuff like that. Like people um, couldn't connect in on PS5 because like the servers oh. went down and that they needed to like authenticate. <laughs> um. There was the one report of the Xbox catching fire, which I thought was funny, but apparently it was fake. But I was just like, of course, something. Like, it wouldn't be a console launch without a video of it catching fire. <laughs> this is always um, Demi did bring up another bug that I forgot completely about. That's really annoying. And oh, I don't the know unequip. if this was also on PC no, and the this Xbox. Is a- yeah, you have to unequip if you have any kind of trial gear on. You have to unequip at least three items. <laughs> Um, every time you die, so it's really annoying. Otherwise, you won't get that buff back. Um, it's fun. It's super fun. Yeah. Uh, for my healer, for whatever reason, I had to unequip all my trial gear in order to make it work, and then reapply it. And Which, so that was a lot of fun. On P, I think it actually. I have heard about it happening on PC, but the problem is, is PC has like I can press a button to unequip all my gear and reequip it. Like, there's just add-ons that take care of that kind of stuff. So, whereas a console, like, doesn't really have that fine. But, yeah, I, I okay, I have seen this argument come up a couple of times in forums and chats and things like that. And I think Doc and I talked about it where they're like, you yeah. know what they should do is, like, not have any DLCs for a year and, like, work on game stability. And I understand the concept of that but the, there wouldn't but that be will kill the left. game faster than anything That's that will true. ever happen yeah if people are like yeah. wait they're not releasing new content oh dead game bye that's a fair point. No yeah, one will play people, the game anymore. Because people have always been skeptical of ESO and yeah, like from the beginning. hated on ESO from the very beginning. I remember because I played the the first year on PC, like when it first launched, and people were like, oh, this game's crab and blah, blah, blah. Of course, their arguments were really lame because like they'd be like, oh, this isn't anything like Skyrim. It's like, no, it's not. Nobody promised it would be like Skyrim. Like, and yeah. so that was always annoying. But, and like, um, I see, and like, the bugs right now are frustrating. Like, I think a lot of it is probably due to the fact that this DLC was built entirely remotely. I think that's probably yeah, a big thing of do, why we're I, seeing yeah. it like that. Um, so I give a little bit because I work in software too, and I like our systems are in tire fire right now because everybody's working on this remotely and trying. There's like a lot of testing doesn't get to happen the same way because you're testing it with this whole new set of parameters so the testing doesn't work as well it is frustrating it is hard to deal with i think that's entirely fair and i think right now is a great time to take a break from eso if you're getting burnt out you're getting especially because there's a lot of of new games coming out there's a ton of games happening right now there's things that are Mm -hmm. going on but i honestly think if what like the argument of like they should stop releasing dlcs i'm like one if you cut their like income source, they're not going to have the money to repair all of the bugs. So that's going to be another yeah. problem because they're like, well, we have to make investors happy. Like they are a publicly traded mm. company. They have to well, make now. investors happy. They, well, they were before too. They were um, public or no, they were private, but they had shareholders. They still had to make their shareholders yeah. happy, but not, um, yeah. not publicly. They didn't have to publicly tell everybody what they were doing with it. But I just think it'd be really hard to see 
if if you said we're not releasing a chapter this year we're just going to work on bug fixes people it's like the thing that people always say they're like oh i won't complain if they delay a game and then cyberpunk delays their game and everyone starts losing their minds about it like people are like i'd rather them delay the game and not yeah, and it, it come out to be perfect and then they're like cool mm-hmm. we're gonna delay the game and everyone's like how dare you uh, I, yeah um, i i say i have to say I mean, cyberpunk's are, an there, egregious there's example a conversation to be had with what cyberpunk did though i think cyberpunk did it very poorly i'm i'm that's a poor example but i'm just saying it's like a lot of people that'll say like on a mobile game like i remember when blades came out they're like i would have paid 30 dollars for this game it shouldn't have been made it free to play i'm like no you won't like the data shows you will not pay 30 dollars for a mobile game otherwise everybody would make 30 dollar mobile games still nobody would pay for them because people got mad when apps were more than a dollar for the longest time um so i think i think while i like the sentiment of them spending a year just fixing things I just I think that would be even worse for the game to be honest because the player base would just drop to nothing. I think, and I don't think even if they didn't do a full year, you know, um, if they took like maybe I don't, and I the the bugs there's so many of them, I mean, but I mean like the here's big the ones. Other, if they took like thing. turned off the game for like twenty four to forty eight hours and they just shut down the game. And people would be pissed, sure. But I mean, for some people, they're not able to play it right now anyway. Because but I don't of, think that would fix bugs. anything. Because that's not the way they the servers work. some time to fix. My well, I mean, general, some of the things maybe. My general thought is when people say they should take like some time and just focus on like a patch to fix things. they it, It's a bit of a misunderstanding of how the workflow for yeah. these studios work. They don't have, like, everyone who can go, like, oh, I, I make the art, then I make uh, the enemies, then I uh, set up the world, then I write the little story to put it all together. Mm-hmm. Everyone has specialized tasks. The guy who makes the art for stuff is going to be twiddling their thumbs for, if, let's say they said three months, we're just working on patches and nothing else. They basically didn't. You've got an entire art department that's just laid off. Yes, exactly. (laughs) No work to do. Most of the team isn't really designed to focus on bugs. And even then, like, even if you're talking about developers and stuff like that, like the people that are working on new features for the next chapter are going to have not, are likely going to have no involvement with the bugs that are there right now. Like it's going to be a different engineering team. It's going to be your engine engineers. It's going to be your server architects. It's going to be those people that are working on that. And they're probably working around the clock right now because that was literally my job at another game studio where when like the servers caught fire, my phone would, I like wouldn't sleep for a week. So I, un- I understand a lot of the problems and I understand from the player's perspective, as a player, getting frustrated when you can't play your game. But I have the unique yeah. spin. Like, I've been on the other side of it. Right. Nobody at ZMX Online Studios right now is happy, I can guarantee you. Oh, I'm Nobody sure. Is, like, everybody is losing their minds. They're trying to fix it. And I sometimes do feel bad taking for them. a game off. Like, I yeah. definitely feel bad for them. Like, because I, I mean, like, I can't even imagine, like, what they're going through. Like, like the hate and stuff that they're getting oh, from so many people. I went on the forums like, today I, and it's it, bad. Not yeah. I mean, I understand it can be frustrating that the yeah. entertainment activity you wanted wasn't working right. I've definitely been there, but oh, it yeah. is a game. You probably have other options for entertainment. Please and that's don't why I think, like, actually get mad. 
and that's i remember i was talking with lotus about it and i was like we were talking about it, we're like right now is a good time to take a break like mm-hmm. if if you're frustrated with the bugs right now like the bugs it's awful that they're there and it kind of sucks that it's so buggy right now and there's no yeah. denying that the game is having a lot of problems like the crash of desktop is egregious at the yeah. moment it's a good time to take a little bit of a break for a while i think like mm-hmm. it's sad but it's one of those things too like if they took the game offline for 24 hours it's i don't think that's an, they would have done that really if that was an it. option that would fix right. things the problem is at the code base and they need to be testing stuff and seeing the problems and kind of mm. digging digging in i at least that's fair from when i've done that before it was it's brutal like i remember having i remember doing a three-day stretch of no sleep other than like an hour here or there because just nothing would work and we're like okay we've got to fix this should fix it you do it you test it test 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 everything works and test you put it live it's like screw you we're going down again and then it's like i I once went on a i once had to spend a day driving across the country because someone was unwilling to press a button at a uh, data center Literally, they just had to cycle power on one thing to fix it, and they no one there felt they were qualified. Dealing with data centers, well, like that was the one problem PlayStation EU had a while ago. Is like the connection to the data center just disappeared. Like the ISP went down, and they're like in the middle of applying a patch. Apparently, um, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. If 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 the fix was take the game offline for twenty four hours, reset a bunch of things, turn it back on. I think most people would be okay with that. I think people would be very angry for a little while, but they'd be like, you know what? I just don't think that's going to be something that's going to fix things right now. And like, yeah, you know, the game's really bad too. When the crown store goes offline for a full day. That's true. I saw that. I was like, Oh snap. Like the crown store actually went offline. You know, they've got some issues. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Okay, there is one thing I will agree that I've seen a lot of things, and I think Doc and I brought it up when we were talking about it. Releasing limited time sales right now, I think should not happen. I imagine, yeah, Yeah. just don't do that right now. I imagine a lot of that is can't even get it. Yeah, if people aren't getting in, I they have the numbers of how many people aren't able to log in and stuff like that. So maybe it is just a a minority that are getting the login issues. Like I don't think there was many login issues on PC. I know. Uh, PlayStation, I've heard more of them. I've been getting uh, a few lockups on trying to log in. I've been in, oh, slowdowns, but I've been able to log in. Whereas on PlayStation, I'm hearing reports that basically you're locked out for a couple of days. Yeah. Which is wild. Um, it's crazy. But yeah, maybe don't release the limited time sales right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Wait until everything gets... Because that's a frustrating... That gets players very angry, and it doesn't help yeah. anybody. Like, sure, the crown store needs to keep running. You still need to generate revenue. Otherwise, you're, the parents of the company are going to be like, you don't make money. Bye. <laughs> um, yeah. Kick them out of the house. But yeah, the limited time sales are... rough, I could say, for the player base right now. Luckily, the Black Friday sales are not that great. It's just like the release, they re-released the old bundle from 2015. Yeah. Which is fine. But I don't think anybody's going to be mad about missing it. So that might actually be intentional. Yeah. Um, I saw that. So. Uh, yeah. Oh, the one thing Lich on PC I know for sure is Lich bosses are still super bugged. So 
unless you're How mean and they? glutton for punishment, don't go into Wayrest sewers. Um, <laughs> I w- I actually got through it though. We found Did out you? if you stay ranged from the lich bosses and don't let their AOE touch you, it doesn't crash to desktop. Because I have oh. okay, I am super privileged on this, and I haven't had any crashes at all and i've been running a decent number of trials i've been running tons of i've been playing more since mark earth dropped than i was before and for whatever reason my setup is like maybe the exact same as the qa team setup or something like that but i'm not seeing any i've seen minimal issues like i saw the light attack bug but that's gone now on pc yeah um but i hadn't had a single crash until i went specifically into wayrest sewers to be like i want to see this crash happen i have to do it (laughs) So I went in and we're like, we need to do it. Pop through. And I got the crash. And then I went back and the ran- I just went with a random pug. And I was like, let's see if we can figure this out, guys. So we like tried changing all our graphic settings and going through and it didn't fix it. And then we all tried the range attack when we heard rumors of that. And that worked perfectly. Nobody DC, no problems. If you all oh, stayed wow. ranged and didn't get hit by the AOE. I mean, that's not an acceptable solution, <laughs> but it was kind of funny. And it was I was really happy with that pug group that were like, yeah, we're going to do this. We're going to figure out how to get through it. Um, So that was kind of fun. But the bug, a um, couple other bugs, I think, have been fixed on PC. I don't know. Do you guys did you guys ever have the under 50 bug in Dungeon Finder? Um, I think we did. I think that one I, I think is I gone didn't completely through that, now. but I think some people did, unless that was something that we we had an issue with. I can't remember honestly, um, but I'm sure if there is a bug, we probably had it. So yeah, you may have just not notice it. <laughs> yeah, like there's so many that were just like, uh, I mean, it, it is what it is. This is the game, which is sad to just be accepting of it. But I mean, I get it. Like there's just so much it's just sad i think the biggest frustration is that there's potentially they have such an amazing uh new dlc that's come out with a lot of really awesome content that people can't even enjoy and so it's like super frustrating because it's like yeah it's very frustrating right now yeah because it's like you know we have the sticker book now you know we have a whole new story to follow and for me i'm itching to do the story and to do all that because i'm really excited but i can't even enjoy it right now yeah you haven't done it yet it's actually that's sad i've i've started it It, but um i haven't been able to do anything no spoilers the majority of the crashes I've been hearing, though, have been Dungeons and Trials, for the most yes. part. That seems to be the, the biggest thing, for the which most is part. probably related to the way some of the coding changed for, like, the buff changes, the minor and major stuff. And uh, Oh, other thing that keeps getting brought up, and I need to address quickly, as we're just, just, might as well, this is basically the topic of the show, is talking about all the problems right now. <laughs> um, nobody seems to understand what Stadia is on the forums because so every week i go on the forums i go on twitter and i go check stuff out Beartron does eight times more than me because she's way better at searching the forums than i am but i was on there today and i kept seeing a bunch of people being like well this is all stadia's fault because they changed like the major the way major minor buffs work so that stadia is better because it's all server side now stadia doesn't run from the servers folks stadia is essentially a linux client for the game and then you stream from a, a fake Linux computer in the cloud to your desktop to see it. It has nothing to do with the ESO servers. 
there's no changes that were made to make Stadia better on the server side for the most part. Maybe there was a minor tweak here or there, but they're not rewriting the code of the way the major and minor work buffs work to work with so Stadia works. Like none of that stuff is changing. Like Stadia is just another no. client the way PlayStation is. Like it's not running straight from the servers of ESO. No, what but Stadia has on... changed is uh the patch might, cadence you know, yes because they yeah. are requiring the same authentication process that consoles are yeah it's just so funny like everybody on the forums is like well this is all stadia's fault that we have all these bugs i was like there's nothing stadia has to do with this this is <laughs> this is a, this is all on their own stadia. that's funny yeah. everyone just loves flaming stadia which is super funny I, i'm fine flaming stadia for this something. i i think as people are looking for something to blame I honestly would lean to the blaming the pandemic and them all working remotely and the change of workflow yeah. as probably the, like, yeah, it's probably the change to workflow that comes with working from remotely. I know it's impacted my work has been a major change that way. Like things aren't as efficient as they were before and they weren't that efficient before. So that's going to cause some problems there. So, but I think that's all we really have to say. I don't know if you have any other thoughts on the eso issues right now i just want them to get fixed give me time and i'll give you more no i'm just kidding i'm kidding yeah. <laughs> yeah, i think i think they'll get fixed like i think yeah it's frustrating I think it's I just a great that. time to take a break and yeah. honestly usually around this time is when i do take a break same here around, which is like, actually really funny which is weird because yeah because they usually launch like a story DLC yeah. and everything around this time like when um Southern Elsewhere came out I I didn't do it right away I did and the it's same funny thing. because Southern Elsewhere ended up being one of my favorite story contents uh, uh story chapters but um I took some time and I was playing some other games at the same time because I kind of had just burnt out and so I mean this it's just because like we can't have it now we want it even more but usually around this time like i i take a break anyway so it's just it's it's funny it's yeah 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 it's funny i normally take a break but i've done more content in the past like three weeks than i have in the past yeah. like, three months before <laughs> even with all the bugs and all the problems and stuff going on right yeah now, but, it's like i mean i also to power through kids and i yeah. discovered that my mouse is broken and every time i press like i have an mmo mouse and every time I press the one skill, it it forces my next mouse click to be a heavy attack. Uh, oh no! But I'm still playing through that. Like I don't know, everything's nice. broken. It's like a principle now. Like we have to survive through it. Yeah. Like we it's make awesome. the game work for us. Um, we did have an ESO live, which was kind of fun, where Gina and Jessica did address that they're working on fixes. Like they're not <laughs> communicating as quickly as they want to. Um, I know Ark's in chat here, but they had Gina on their show a little while back. And Gina mentioned that she gets three, I think it was something like 3,000 emails a day just from oh the forums. Oh my God, I bet. And I was like, and like, she's like, we go through it all. But if you're wondering why we don't respond to everything, it's because there's just so much content going in there. Uh, so mm -hmm. she did address that. There, we know it's not, we're not seeing all the answers you want to see right now. But we are aware of all the crashes. We're trying to fix it. Everybody's working as hard as they can. Um, mm -hmm. And then they had a f really, really fun cooking stream. It was really I fun I want to that watch. book so bad. I know. Like, same here. I really want that book. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot of funny. So it was a fun stream to watch. Watching uh, Jess seemed to be more on top of things than Gina. I'm sad to say. 
in that stream. Yes. Gina's glaze did not come out well. Um, <laughs> but if you want to go back and watch it, you, the episode is still up. You can go to twitch.tv slash Bethesda and you can watch the whole cooking stream. It was really fun. I hope they do more like that. That was just kind of from their kitchens at home and they just cooked away. Um, I feel like I've been talking forever. So, Doc, do you want to... We have the Undaunted <laughs> Celebration coming up. Do you yes! want to go over what's going on there? I hope you can yes! play it. Uh, that is a very good point. Um, so the Undaunted Celebration, we've had it for a couple years now, I think. Um, and so this time it's starting December 3rd. And what the Undaunted Celebration is, is you, uh, you'll, you know, you get your Undaunted pledges and then you queue up and you go into the dungeon and they'll have like really awesome rewards. Once you finish dungeons, you get a really awesome reward the first time, like a gold loot box. And then after that, you just get like purple level loot boxes. Um, let's see, uh, which also, which all, bleh, sorry, which also, uh, is in perfect time for our extra life event. Uh, gonna plug that back in again. Um, because like, we're going to be doing a bunch of dungeons. Like my friend Demi and I in the evening are going to be doing wolf, uh, dungeon pledges for the Undaunted Celebration during which that gonna time. going to be awesome. I'm super I'm, excited I'm to super watch that. I'm super excited. I know. Um, but in in addition to the staple of reward boxes, the new Glorious and Daunted reward boxes contain new Opal Weapon style pages. And I am going to say something. I love those style pages. Uh, like I have one on yeah. my bow and I have them on my shields and I think they're super, super cool looking. So I'm actually really excited that they're introducing some new ones. They're introducing a new ice heart, uh, which you can get in dire frost keep. They're introducing a new Lord warden, which is Imperial city prison. They're introducing a new night flame, which is Elden hollow two, a new swarm mothers and spindle clutch one, a lamb, a, li- uh, a and crypt of hearts. The worst. One. Capital I L. <laughs> Whoever thought to spell it that Lambrus? I know. Rude. I'm like, wait, Lambrus, Lambrus, uh, yeah. Troll King and Blessed Crucible, Blood Spawn and Spindle Clutch Two, Engine Guardian, Dark Shades Two, um, the Impresario will be back naturally because it is an event, which means you will also be getting event tickets. So if you are still farming for that nascent, nascent, is it nascent? Nas- or nascent? 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 Yeah, I, I don't know. Nascent. It's one of them. Uh, I'll look that up. Well, you can the Indrik, the mount. Yeah. If you're looking for so, the basic Indrik, if you're looking for the basic mount, uh, or just the the last feathers, because this is the last time they're doing it, right? Any like Indrik. They said, There's no more Indriks after this. this That's is- it, guys. So if you've been wanting an Indrik, now's the time to get it because after that, I have no idea what they're gonna do next. I really want a Wamasu mount. Just putting that out oh, there. Oh, that would be Break, great. breaking but- news update, by the way. Uh, <laughs> um, according to Google. It is nascent. Nascent. Okay, nascent. sweet. Nascent. There you go. Nascent. Indrick Feathers. So, uh, and then she will also be selling some of the style pages for the new opal weapons and masks and the shoulders. And those are bound to your account. So I'm sure there are people who are like, sweet, I can buy those style pages and then sell them in the Guild Trader. No, they are bound to your account. So keep yeah. that in mind. Um, three crimson indrick berries. So the berries of budding, bloom, and growth. So the first three berries. The fourth berry, I'm pretty sure, will be launching for the new life event. So if you have that would be my berries, guess, yeah. Yeah, because that'll be, I think, what, the final event? Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, it says the fourth berry will be available in the upcoming new life festival. And then group repair kits, which... Legit, you will be the hero of your group if oh, you no. use a group repair kit. Seriously. Anytime... I 
in a group and we've wiped after a while and someone goes like I think I have a group repair kit. Like literally everybody cheers because you're like, oh, you're the nicest kind of person. You're the best kind of people. The people that spend event tickets and buy group repair kits are legitimately the best kind of people. You are. Yes, it's it's true. It's true. And I'm not that person. So I'm not one of the best. Oh, I'm not. I'm terrible. (laughs) I'm like, no style pages. Click, 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 click. I'm all about the style pages, but I'm like, you know what? I should, I should finally start buying some of the group repair kits, but, um. Yeah, we'll be the change we want to (laughs) see. We, we need to be the change, but, um, yeah. So the undaunted, so here's the thing about undaunted celebration. Um, every year that it has come out, there's always been issues. Last year, didn't they cancel it? And then they had like, yes. They redid it early this year, I think. Didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah, it so happened they did in like it. January. I think they did it like in January. Yeah. Um. So I love this event. It's a it's lot so of fun because I love it's doing. So but it's so buggy and it's so cursed. And right now, with everything else going on, I'm so I'm, going, I'm so nervous. I'm going to bed right now. It's canceled. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. I, I think they will I've try been... to do it, but they will cancel it part of the way through. I. I, I think they might just run it and say, like, and we're going to run it again because of all the problems we had. Because there's two reasons for this. One, like, I've been running pledges like crazy because I will talk about it in my tales but, or my uh, scholarly pursuits. But I really, really want the Zons on my Magden. Mm-hmm. And I can't get it. So I've been running probably, like, eight pledges a night on multiple oh. characters. As... <laughs> And I still can't. I've dropped like 200 tickets on it and I or 200 keys on it and I haven't got anything. Um, that was me but, with Narianus shoulders for like the longest time back when Narianus was like the yeah, set. Yeah. Yeah. But I've been pretty stable. I have since they fixed the bug with the under 50s, I haven't really seen many PC crashes in dungeons. Uh, not to say there has been a couple. Still, but still not a couple of problems, amount. but I, I actually do remember Undaunted taking down everything with it. More so than Undaunted one. takes down everything, though, because you just have so <laughs> many people. Like, yeah, like, like I just want to sit there. Is horrible. So, uh, so yeah, tune, tune yeah. in uh, next Sunday for. Uh, oh, I'm just going to be spamming it on uh, Extra Life, though. <laughs> uh, All day, we're just going to be All crashing day. it. <laughs> And I may or may not make a donation reward that whenever we have a crash during the Undaunted, I'm going to donate to Extra Life. Um, nice. Because why not? It. Like, like we need some way to make it a little bit more fun. So I'll put like yeah. five, I'll like donate every time we have a crash, like five dollars to Extra Life. Stay tuned uh, for that. So I might be poor. Uh, so the if Extra you guys... Life stream ends on the Sunday podcast where we'll talk about who was right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Next. Next Sunday we'll know. Ooh. It's kind of crazy. Um, so that's kind of fun with the Undaunted coming up. It's going to be interesting. We'll see what happens. I don't think it's going to be fine, but I think it'll be fine. Like, I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to like be a tire fire. but with, like, like, the dog on the chair yeah. and the room's in fire and he has his little coffee cup. It's Five. here's here's Five. my prediction it's gonna be a tire fire but it's the tire fire we know and expect not a whole new tire fire like what markarth has brought it'll yeah. be the like oh the queue is just collapsing under the weight of the billion people trying to run 
dungeon finder right now like that that's gonna happen but yeah. i'm hoping we won't see any new kind of craziness where i don't know like every time the game just like deletes itself or something like that like it uninstalls itself from the computer and just, your computer just starts laughing <laughs> yeah that's our next level yes um other than that we do have some black uh Fredus sales which yes. part for the course this year black friday seems like a weird thing it seems weird to promote with a pandemic going on so the sales didn't yeah. seem great but people are probably still crazy um digital collector's edition and digital standard edition of eso are on sale for graymore uh, the Greymore chapter, and it was uh, 67% off, which I think is the highest it's ever been discounted. So if you haven't picked up Greymore, mm-hmm. it's pretty cheap until I think Tuesday on PC and it Mac. it is worth it. Yeah, Tuesday on PC Mac, uh, Thursday on Stadia, and then oh, it's done tomorrow on PlayStation, because why not? Um, <laughs> because of PlayStation? <laughs> PlayStation's crazy, man. We- get though yeah we just we get leftovers yeah what are you guys Freaking doing over there i don't know I don't and then know. friday december 4th on xbox they get forever um base games also on sale for uh 7.99 in the u.s which is great it's totally worth it um and that includes the morrowind chapter as well yeah uh, so that's yes. a lot of fun uh there were some bundles in the crown store the 2015 mm-hmm. bundle was on sale if you were a eso plus subscriber or am i getting this backwards if you're an eso plus subscriber you get access to the 2015 bundle as well as the new one yes yes right and it's just it's riding lessons xp scrolls some potions and soul gems mm-hmm. the mounts are mount. different though the mounts are different there's a yeah. war in so, the 2015 uh, and then cinch. the eso plus one is a really cool cinch looking yeah. one i yeah. do you think it's in uh there's not much to say about the black friday sale really but I do think yeah. it, the dates they chose are interesting. I feel like they want to build up more uh, of a base on Xbox and Stadia. That's all I can really mm. tell from this. No, I guarantee you it's restrictions from the marketplace that they have. Really? Yeah, consoles have very strict like mm-hmm. policies that they have to go. And it's like, okay, you're allowed to do a sale this day and this day. Yes, but you can't uh, do it this day. You can't do it this day. I I guarantee you that uh like they would they, want it to be the same and the longest on all of them. Like then why wouldn't they do they it could. the longest they could on PC, where they are selling it directly? I think I I imagine it's they got told to do it longer on they have they got told to do specific dates like they have a window that they have to right. do it in. I yeah. don't think there's any. Uh, I don't think they have any control over those things. Hmm. At least from what it, again, my knowledge of this is dating back to Xbox 360 and like PS3, PS4 launch time era of when the, like the, the, like Sony and Microsoft have very strict, like you have this time and this time and this is when you do stuff. Um, There's so one they question might, I but... did have on the Black Friday sale. Haven't they usually during Black Friday done like a crowns, like a crown sale? Nope. There's one Never? just before Christmas. Did they do one right before? Yeah. I oh, don't one think before been... Christmas. Okay. It's right before Christmas. Okay. One. Like, I think it starts usually the 20th of December. I'd have to look at Steam. Because Steam has actually a chart of all the sales. Okay. Um, of when they happen. But I, I don't... Remember. They may have... They may have at one time did a crown sale before. I feel like they did on at Black one Friday. time. Yeah. But usually it's yeah. right before Christmas. Like, around, like, the 20th of December. Okay. Like, 
that makes before sense. new life before new life starts they usually do one okay because people were asking me and i thought it was but maybe i was just thinking of the one time they did do it and I then think i was like they may i have honestly once remember before. they didn't mm-hmm. last year the year before that and the year before that okay so if there was one before that possibly like prior to 2017 but i'm not sure okay um and in the crown store there are some new motifs available there's um Cold Snap, Goblin, Deadwater Style, and Elder Argonian are available for 4,000 crowns, or 3,000 crowns for ASO Plus members. Anaquina. Is it Anaquina? Anaquina, right? Anaquina. Anaquina? Sure. Whatever. <laughs> I like the <laughs> dogs here, too, now, because we both of us just don't know how to pronounce don't things. Don't base off of it. how I pronounce things. Yeah, right? Anaquina. Just... <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds more elegant, so let's go with that. Thanks. Cool. Um, Dragon Guard, <laughs> Honor Guard, Moongrave Thane, New Moon Priest, Pelotine, uh, Shields of Sensual, Stags of Zen, and Sunfire Style are all 5,000 crowns or 3750 for ESO+. Um, and then after <gasps> the 7th of December, they'll be retired from the crown store for now. I think they keep coming back, though. Alara said I was right. So I'm Yay, happy. Alara will know. <laughs> Alara will know all Alara would know, so I'm, yeah. like, really excited now. Yeah. Um, so they'll be retired from the crown store after this. Um, and then remember that you can also buy these motifs with gold on the auction house if you actually want them. So probably not worth it to do crown purchase for them. But if you don't want to have to deal with auction house, then it's a, I like that there's the option for both on them. Mm -hmm. I, that's always in the games. Like if there's, if they're like here, you can spend real money or in-game money, whichever one it's cosmetic. I'm usually happy with those kind of. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And then the Enchanted Snow Globe will return to the Crown Store on the 30th of November until Woo-woo. the 5th of January. So It's a cute little house. Um, AKB, what's happening in Legends this week? Legends is having another event because they set those up like literally a full year of them in advance. And they are just burning down what we ha- they had left. It is like there's... watching a loved one uh solely uh in hospice oh oh that's so oh. sad <laughs> dark wow and that's what the news from legends back to you pylon <laughs> yeah i mean as i said i warned everybody at the start of the show this is going to be a mostly eso centric one this week this kind of all the issues yeah. and the news going on <laughs> when doc uh, is overcome with sadness from legends um, I liked uh, I loved, Legends. We to be Legends, fair, but... though, I stopped playing before they announced there was no longer going to be any more support, so it wasn't Oh, as... so it's your fault. Oh, maybe it is! I'm so sorry, guys! <laughs> if you didn't quit playing, they would have been like, well, <laughs> Doc still plays this, so... Don't cancel me. No, um... Wow. <laughs> no, we're going to no. talk about that a little bit later in the show, too, because we kind of wanted a topic of just, like, what happens when the games get I shut know. down. Like, Hint, um, it is grim. It, it might be. We don't know sad. yet, but yeah, we're going to talk about that in a bit. <laughs> uh, other than that, though, there wasn't really too much hopping in the TES world for news. I think ESO kind of dominated this news cycle for the past two weeks, so not too much going yeah. on there. Um, so why don't we go pop over and we're going to thank some people and do some shoutouts.
So this section of the show, I want to thank everybody who helps do the show. And we have a surprise for this part of the show as well. That's coming up in a second here. So let you guys know that. Um, but I want to first off thank everybody who supports us in one way or another. One of the ways that you can support us always is on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash UESP. And I want to thank our newest patrons that we have this week. We have Baratron. That's a familiar name. Uh, Baratron left a note in the show notes saying, I wanted the nifty swag. Which was great because literally after we finished showing off the swag on stream, Baratron, like we ended the stream, Baratron's like, I'm subscribing now. I want that stuff. That stuff looks cool. So apparently yes. my hand modeling worked. So yes. I would like to take full responsibility for that. Uh, I also want to thank Jared Trimble, Uval Avramovis. I'm sorry about pronouncing your name wrong if I did there. Uh, Jason Ruerts, Kylie. Uh, Pedno and Brianna. Thank you guys so much for supporting us on Patreon. We really, really appreciate it. Um, I also want to thank our latest Twitch subscribers. We have Alema Gaming and Excelmo, which I really like that name too. It's like Excelmo, like a super Elmo or something like that. <laughs> uh, as a reminder, other ways you can support us. If you don't want to financially help us out or you can't or you just don't feel like it, that's fine. Uh, leaving a five-star review on iTunes gives us a big boost in viewership. So more people find out about the UESP podcast and then more people find about the UESP website and then things go great from there. Um, and, then, and then always the best thing you can do is just sign up with a wiki account and help us out there. The wiki is never complete as we've talked about many, many times. So if you can get in there and help us out there, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, but doc, do you want to introduce the new part of the section for everybody? Yes. So, um, we, so I knew I was going to do this too. So we're calling it community creator spotlight, right? And, in progress, um, name in progress, in, name in progress. If you guys have some names, Totally send them to me and give me an idea. Um, so basically, there are a lot of different artists out there, whether they're drawing or painting or musically talented or they post screenshots or they cosplay or they do fan fiction that just uh, they they do their art for Elder Scrolls. And they're very, very talented. And so basically, we just want to start uh, showcasing them. Um, I've come across a lot of amazing Instagram accounts uh, and different uh, Twitter accounts where I'm just like amazed at these people's uh, talent. And so like we've decided that we're going to start shouting them out and give them some love. So this week uh, we are going to be shouting out, uh, it is T-E-S-O Art on Instagram. Um, and she is a self-taught artist. Uh, she does amazing Elder Scrolls, uh, paintings. She does other paintings too that are just awesome. She, like she did a Baby Yoda, uh, or excuse me, the child and, um, <laughs> some really cool other art, but her Elder Scrolls art is just gorgeous. Yeah, um, it's there, so nice. I have it up on screen couple. for everybody. Yes. Yeah, so uh, there'll this be a link in the show notes for audio. Of hers. Um, it's a painting of Zukas, which is actually one of my favorite NPCs in the Merkmire. Um, DLC and then this is a Vardenfell and they're just beautiful and she kind of just yeah. added her own art flair in the Vardenfell painting to the right and it's just it's beautiful and so I had been following her on Instagram for a while and I was just like oh my gosh we have to shout her out so yes if you don't follow her please go follow her um, again her handle on Instagram is T-E-S-O art 
So yeah. phenomenal yeah, stuff. I, like we only showed a couple of the things. And yeah, these are just so a couple. Nice. Seriously, go check out her beautiful paintings and work. It is awesome. So yeah, so this is something we're going to start doing from now on each week. Uh, if you guys know of some really talented people, uh, please send me a message on Discord if you're already part of the UESP, um, or you can hit me up on Twitter and send me a message there because we would love to uh, to show off people's talent because it's. It's just awesome. Like it just blows me away. Or if you away. are the person with talent or and just they're the like, person. "Hey, look at the stuff I create." Yes, like, you can totally share. I look it for to, people, yeah. and you I love it. You don't need to be nominated. We're happy to show off stuff if we absolutely. If it's like, yeah. Yes. Um, so yes, probably only showing off uh, safe for work content on the podcast. Just yes. just as a warning. So if you're primarily working <laughs> NSFW stuff, it just won't get showcased. Uh, yeah, just a little that's a good warning point. there. <laughs> because <laughs> i don't want to have to make everything explicit and then that's a whole headache for us but yeah um awesome yeah so we're really happy to start doing that and we're gonna see how many people we can shout out and just kind of give some love back to the community because there's so many yeah. of you that are out there making such great content that we just want to share it yeah so awesome well we've alluded to all the things that we've been up to this week so far so why don't we actually formally talk about it now AKV, oh, I might do this. AKV's me. So I'll start off with my scholarly pursuits because that influences why we didn't have a show last week. And AKV sending me this horrific <laughs> image that I could oh, actually no. do right now. Um, <laughs> so last Saturday, I, I had a pretty <laughs> bad day. It was oh. just a, one of those days where nothing was going right for me. Everything was kind of just like going wrong. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a break from everything. I'm going to go down to the basement and work on my computer for a bit. What I have been doing is I've been helping somebody out and I was building a PC for them. And their motherboard needed to have their BIOS upgraded so that they could use the new uh, AMD Ryzen chips. And I was like, I have one of the CPUs in my computer that would work fine for this. I'll use my CPU, upgrade their BIOS, put it back in theirs. So I do this. I upgrade the PC. Everything goes fine. Not a problem. Things are good. And then I go back to set it in my computer. So I grab my CPU, as you see right here, pop it in the computer, and it doesn't sit. And I was like, that's weird. So I lift it up again, and I don't know. You probably won't be able to see it well enough with the camera here. There is a single pin bent in the middle of the CPU. How the heck does that happen? I have no idea. Like, it's not like I crushed it with my hands. There's one pin about three rows in that's just was bent over, which completely just I spent about two hours trying to bend it back and do surgery on it and things like that and just couldn't get anything to work. It was brutal. I was so sad about it. So. I had a bad day and I was like, well, I don't have a computer for the podcast on Sunday because that's tomorrow. Um, so I tried everything for a while. I did, dug in. Um, it's maybe be like, I don't like, I think the next PC I buy is going to be a pre-built. So I just don't have to deal with this headache Aww. anymore. Cause I was just like, Oh, this is brutal. I was so mad. Um, 
but then I, I went out, I bought a new CPU on late on Sunday afternoon. So we're back up and running again. But it's just one of those things that I was like, this is just like not what I wanted to have happen. So we didn't have a show last week. Yes, I was singing some uh, very choice words when that happened. Um, <laughs> so we didn't have a show last week because I didn't have a computer to run it with. Uh, so I went out, I bought a new, I just kind of ate my budget for what I was going to do for other few things this year. Get a new Mac. Rip. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do that in chat. Um, that kind of ate, ate my budget for some other things I wanted to do this year, but it's fine. We have the podcast back and that's what counts. So I'm back through. I I even got myself a little upgrade so that it wouldn't feel as bad. I went from a 3700X to a 3800X. Um, so that at least made me feel a little bit better because there was a better sale and the 3800X was a bit cheaper. But yeah, I, I had a rough weekend. I think I messaged Doc and I was just like, frick, frick, frick. Just yeah. so freaking <laughs> mad right now. I was not happy. I said AKB a picture of it because I was sad. And then AKB literally just sent me a picture of someone that posted on Twitter, said CPUs are good for grooming. And it's a CPU filled with cat hair and a picture of a cat just looking happy beside it. And it says CPUs are good for grooming. I'm like, oh, that's brutal. Well, I I just found a use for your uh, $400 paperweight. So I am going to try to repair it. I am going to see if I can do anything with it. I thought Um, you already tried. Sorry. No, I have. Tr- I haven't tried soldering it yet. So I, th- I've, I ripped off the pin, and I think I might be able to re-solder on a pin. Um, or there's apparently another hack that you can do is you take an Ethernet cable and cut like a little tiny nub out, and stick that side in the socket itself, and then trim it down flat, and then put the CPU in it, and that gives enough of a connection. So I'm gonna try a couple things. Um, but it wasn't like it was something that I'm like, well, I'm not gonna trust this in my main like production machine that I use for everything. Like, I'll, maybe I'll throw it right. in like a backup computer or give it to a friend that like I'm like, hey, this may work for a little while. Here you go. Um, if someone needs like a backup thing going on. Um, so that's why we didn't have a show last week. So apologies for that. I'm dumb dumb, and broke my computer. Um, other than that though, I've been running as I talked about earlier. Just so many pledges. I've been running like six to nine pledges every night. Um, Except for the night that I broke my computer, I didn't run any. Um, I played Among Us on my iPad and grumbled angrily about it for a while. Um, I've been doing a ton of pledges because I've been trying to get Zons on my Magden. That's what I've been working on. Recently, uh, the shoulders, I've dropped 200 keys on them and haven't seen anything drop yet. I've... uh, also some choice words kids can tell everybody about of how I describe uh what is it Thor Thorgo cotton or whatever I don't know I don't say the word anymore I have my own name for it that is not a <laughs> PG-13 we'll say um I got to do Vet Frost Vault with Avron Kiz and Hyperpixie for her nice. stream I've never been in Frost Vault before so that was fun uh I don't like lasers anymore <laughs> Cause holy crap! Like, and so Pixie was tanking, and Pixie was like only tanked a few times before, so that was a lot of fun. I had never been in there before, and I've just never seen those mechanics before. It was like hours past Avron's bedtime, so she was mostly pumpkin oh, by this wow. time. Um, so everything was going smoothly. We get to the laser boss, and I think we spent an hour on it, just grinding back, back, back. I think we had thirty deaths. 
Um, Oof. Or 30 wipes, not deaths. Multiply the deaths on that one. Um, <laughs> but I think I understand it now. So I'm actually okay with it. I think like we finally at the point, like if I went back in there, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. So I think I'll do it again. Uh, and then the rest of the bosses were kind of like cakewalks after that, it felt mm-hmm. like. Like it was just like, oh, okay, that was the hard part. The skeevers was kind of fun, like the robotics. Um, I love that mechanic. It's that's so super fun. funny. Yeah. I'm glad someone explained it to me that there were traps, though. Because I didn't, <laughs> I wouldn't have guessed that going through it. Um, yeah, there were some things. And like, I got, there was a few bugs where I'm like, I was definitely out of the, like, I was behind the shield and I still got hit by a laser. But that's just a timing desync thing. Um, I've been done. I've ran so many Cloud Rest and Sunspire runs this past couple weeks, too. I've like got a full set of False Gods now. I'm like coming close to finishing up the sticker book, which is happy. Nice. Um, but then mostly pledges. Uh, I got to run with Hyperpixie in a bunch of trials, and I went with Bis Lobo, which was really fun. I joined Bis Lobo's uh, stream when he was doing a normal Cloud Rest run, and then I realized I hadn't followed with the UESP Twitter or Twitch account. So I followed, and he was so happy about it. It made me feel Aww. so warm and happy because he's like, "I use UESP every day. I that love the website." Yeah, I I also use it every day. Um, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. Uh, but that's basically been it for me. I've, as I said, I haven't been getting a lot of crashes other than the self-inflicted crash that I did, um, which was good. Um, but speaking of crashes, what have you been up to, Doc? <laughs> um, I kind of already aired out. Uh, yeah. Basically. Uh, what we've been going through on PlayStation. I will say I haven't had it as bad as some of my friends. So um, I'm just You have a PS4 Pro, right? I do have a PlayStation PlayStation Pro. So I I wonder wonder if that that has something to do with it. Um, But yeah, I... I, I just I feel frustrated for my friends on that. Um, and I've kind of already gone through all of that. Um, I have been doing lots and lots of trials lately. Uh, and I am back to healing again. Um, so for the longest time, I've just done DPS. And then uh, for, the lo- uh, for a while, uh, none of my friends, like when we would do dungeons and stuff, none of them are really healers. So I created an Argonian healer and this was a few years back. And so then I was always the healer. Like we would do, um, like we would do hard mode dungeons. We would do, you know, the new DLC dungeons. We do like vet blind runs of the new DLC dungeons and everything. And I was always the healer. And then, um, and then we joined, a, a guild, uh, and we had, uh, other healers who are really good healers. And so it was nice because I could go back to my main. I could go back to d- being a DPS. Uh, so then my healer got neglected uh, probably oh. for like the last, yeah, probably since like the spring, I want to say. Uh, no, I think the last time I legitimately used my healer uh, without like switching gear or anything was probably like Unhallowed Grave DLC. <laughs> Um, so whatever DLC, so that was a minute ago, you know, um, and so, and then I kind of left my, my healer and did my DLC or did my DPS and then I was tanking and I've been enjoying tanking. Um, but now I'm going back to my healer and, uh, we're in a couple of, uh, 
guilds that are big on trial progs uh, on the vet stuff and they needed healers. And so uh, the other night I ended up doing a healer test and solo healed uh, a vet Ethereum archive. So that was fun. And we actually did it. And so um, that was a lot of fun. And so now I'm like refarming uh, certain gear that maybe I deconstructed before I knew there was ever going to be a sticker book. Um, and yeah. Oh, so now I am I'm doing like, the same. Is that- <laughs> I'm so, so frustrated. I know I had a piece of this. I know I had this. And now yeah. I can't find it. And it's not my collections because I deconstructed it way long time ago. Yeah. Spell so power now I'm cure for me yeah i do have all the spell power cure but now i need to go because i know i had some other hollow fang pieces and i'm needing to go back and get some of that and that is not an easy dungeon to run so i have to go get some more hollow fang yeah um and today earlier so part of my healing test uh, or part of my for my healer is i needed to get the black rose prison resto staff um, and I've actually never, ever done Black Rose Prison before. Um, so today was my first time doing it. Ooh. We just did it on normal. Um, and so we did it twice and I got really, really lucky, uh, because I also had been wanting to get like the dagger and ax from there. And so my friend, he gave me the dagger and ax. And then one of the other guys in our group gave me the rest of stuff. So in nice. two runs, I got the stuff that I wanted and I was so happy <laughs> because... I don't like apart from like Dragon Star Arena, um, which I really do love that arena. I don't like doing arenas because they're just they're so long. Thankfully, Black Rose Prison is not as long as like well, Dragon Star. Like or like yeah. Maelstrom. There's or? only like five stages. Say what? How's it compared to Maelstrom? It's it's still like it's not as long. So okay. I, I hate doing Maelstrom like so much because it's just so long and you can't even do it with a group. You're doing it by yeah. yourself. Um, I haven't done the new one. What is it? Vatishran? Um, yeah, I haven't done it, it either. We think so. Yeah, I still haven't done it. I, I, I'm not going to lie. One of the main reasons I want to do it is I really want that shader. Like, I know the weapons are really awesome, too, um, but I just, I want that black shader. It is so cool. My friends have it, and I want it. So, uh, so I need to go, I need to go over there and do that. Um, uh, Eventually, my friend Demi, he is in chat. We need to go back and farm for my little uh, Dwarven Scarab pet that is in Blackreach because I only have one lead for it. So we need to go back and do that because I want that pet. And so, yeah, so (laughs) that has basically been it. Oh, and then last night, uh, my guild, we do this monthly birthday party um, uh, for all the members in our guild who, like, have birthdays in that particular month. So, obviously, we were celebrating November birthdays, which means it was also mine, too. And we usually, what we do is we, like, it's kind of like a party, then an after party, then an after after party. Um, So, we start at my house, usually. And we'll do like a game of musical chairs. Um, And then I have in my main house, I have, you know, like those greenhouses that that are like a big furnishing is a greenhouse. Um, It's like an Eleanor. Yeah. So I have one of those. And then, you know, back during the anniversary event, uh, you could buy like the different anniversary cakes as furnishings. Yep. So that's all I spent my event tickets on way back was buying (laughs) cakes. 
And so in my greenhouse, I have a gajillion cakes, and that is our birthday cake room. So what we do is we do musical chairs, then the whole group go in, and we take a big guild screenshot each month of the people, and then I have like a a throne in the center. I'll take a screenshot, and I'll post it later on, guys. But um, I have a throne, and then the birthday people sit in the throne while everybody's surrounding them with cakes. We take screenshots, and I don't know what I'm going to do with those screenshots yet. I think we're going to put them all together in one big kind of like, I don't know, scrapbook photo album album for the guild because I have not posted them yet. But um, but last night, my friend Rugby, he actually was in charge of the game, and we called it Rugby Roulette, and it was hilarious. Uh, <laughs> basically, we had like this. So my house is the Colossal Admiri Grotto. Um, if you go all the way up, because you can go way, way up in that house, um, there's like a big waterfall, and we put like a big floor out there. And basically, what Rugby had us do was we had like all these platforms, and everyone would stand on a platform. They would choose what they wanted. And then he would use this number generator, and whatever random number um, ended up popping up, he would remove the platform from the person, and the person would fall to their death. And they were out. (laughs) And so... It was amazing. It was so fun. I did not win. Like I, I would think I was like the third or the fourth people out of like eighteen people that did it. Sounds like and Fall totally, Guys. Yeah, kind of like yeah. it. And it was so fun. Um, definitely, like musical chairs is fun, but there's a lot of glitches with chairs. Like if a person sits on the chair, another person can actually sit on the chair too if they do it at the same time. And it's hilarious because then you'll see like one person's on top of another person, but it can be like really hard to tell who was, uh, who was winning. So, um, so this is way better. And it was hilarious watching people just like randomly. Cause you, you don't know, like only the decorator of the house who, uh, like if they remove the item, they can just remove it right out from under you. And then you just drop. And so it was a lot of fun. And then we went over to rugby's house for the after party where we did a big dueling competition. Um, I'm not a dueler. So I died like really bad and lost but uh congratulations to the winners and then from there our guild master romulus he does this massive scavenger hunt uh and his house is actually the bastian sanguinarius house and if you've been there it's a massive house it is ginormous so 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 freaking big and what romulus does is he'll hide like a certain amount of just random furnishings like i think last night there were seven items there is a pumpkin uh, bananas, uh, beets, a melon, um, a fish, and a stack of wheat. And he will hide each of these items somewhere throughout that massive house. <laughs> and throughout the time frame, he will give us hints and we have to find them. I mean, the prize is a very big, hefty prize where it's like 500K in gold. Whoa. So it's definitely worth it. Yeah. So, I mean, you're there for a while. I have won the scavenger hunts in the past, um, and I and I, I love them. But my goodness, like I definitely did not win last night. I found like That's a couple so of the items. So, but yeah, like we do this like every month. Like this is That's like so our fun. guild thing. It is so fun, um, and it's usually very very late for me by the time we are done because it's way past my bedtimes. Um, but it's just a lot of fun. It like, seriously, like I have been in scavenger in some of the scavenger hunts and they've literally lasted like four to five hours long. 
um, finding these. Oh, man, and that's so, fun, so usually the way I win is I just last longer than everybody else <laughs> because everybody else is like, that's it. I'm done. And so then I'll be like one of the last people still searching. And then I finally find them because I have no competition. And now I'm just like, guys, I'm just getting too tired for this. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> So, um, but yeah, it's so much fun. It was a blast. It always is. So yeah, it's, it's just a lot of, uh, a lot of fun. So that That's has awesome. been what I've been up to. Yeah. Awesome. That sounds so fun. I, yeah. love, that. I love those kind of things. Like when guilds just like have fun in game. Uh, it could be what mm-hmm. you've been up to. Uh, I've been doing a little themed week with our social media with talking about Slowly Morrowind for it's been awesome. Uh, I usually don't talk about Morrowind, and I have mixed feelings about that game. I ended up writing a little essay about that. In fact, about some of my major gripes <laughs> with it. It is, a- as I said in the essay, it's a. Uh, it doesn't exactly respect your time well as a no. game. No, uh, it doesn't care. <laughs> like. I had a comment, and I haven't thought about this as a private message, because I wrote this little thing, and one of the main points was, uh, there's a lot of travel in the game where you have, where not only can you uh, be given really bad directions, there are many cases where the directions are just straight out wrong. Mm. You cannot successfully follow them. Like, it's only- If you listen to uh, it, then you're- Oh, uh, they meant the second uh, uh, turn here, not the first. No, it's like, uh, they'll tell you to go to this specific mountain when really you had to go to the exact opposite side of Vardenfell. Like, I- I'm not joking. Like, uh, with the Molag Ball quest, he tells you to go to the southeast portion of Morrowind. You have to go to the northeast uh, uh, Telvas area. It is way off. Hmm. But uh, one of and the back before I had was, games were patched like regularly, it's not an online game, so then it just it, you can't patch it. So you you're praying that someone's got the right up information on UESP so that you can actually figure <laughs> out how to get there. Because like they wouldn't fix that bug. Because one day, or maybe they would do it. Yeah, you're, like, you remember old game patches having to go to their website and download it. Yeah, but even then, like if it was on Xbox, like that's where I played Morrowind. Like you were just you had a disc. Oh yeah, uh, you couldn't I download a patch don't. until you got like Tribunal or uh, Blood Moon. Mm. I, I didn't actually consider that, but one of the comments was, uh, "I'm sure people have said this in defense of Morrowind a dozen times, but I actually don't mind when the instructions are vague. I find that's true to real life, and I." I understand what you're saying, and I am happy that you have that amount of free time where you can just walk <laughs> down a road for three hours looking for this specific place, possibly. That's fine. I don't have that free time in my life, so it's Aww. usually a choice of I can do the adventure, which I think is fun, or I can try to find the place. And in Marwin's- and it feels like just with like games too, like my my attention span is shorter, my time is shorter. Like 
I remember loving that about Morrowind and then playing Skyrim and Oblivion and being like, oh, it's a lot easier to find stuff. Oh, maybe I don't enjoy that as much. That's too easy. But then I go back and play Morrowind now and I'm like, oh, this is torture. Yes. Like, <laughs> it's just straight up torture. Yeah. Like, ha- I remember I've been on a number of long road trips in my life and the fun part isn't usually the road. The road is usually just mind numbing boredom. (laughs) Even with Morrowind there, they didn't have random events yet. So besides a few set road, uh, side encounters, uh, like that one, uh, guy who demands a kiss to pass, Oh yeah, really like, right at the beginning. With yes, the, like right at the area um, with the most contents. Most of the game doesn't have anything like that. It's just, and oh, another cliff racer. Oh, a Quama forager attacked me. Okay, <laughs> and uh, again, three hours and la- later, you finally find the door they meant, and you have the actual fun. So no, it's it, it's not a good system. It didn't work well. <laughs> my opinion mm-hmm. yeah but it, it was more than just negativity uh, i did get to have fun exploring different quests different npcs uh one of the i actually did get to write a little second essay about this one of three essays i've written this week uh because someone uh asked me about let me try to find it real quick let me try to find it uh, the fact that so many of the guild leaders try to kill you, and how, as a society, wouldn't that just be the worst if the old leadership <laughs> is killed by the new leadership? You don't get a passing on of knowledge, it's just... Nobody learns anything. It's just a complete nightmare. <laughs> like, oh, uh, I violently killed the old leader before he, t- instead of him teaching me his job and me slowly taking it over from him, well... He gets ready to retire officially. No, it's and then I killed him and took it over, and I got to. I wrote about that because to me that's a deliberate theme of Morrowind, uh, corruption and stagnation. Uh, by which I mean the a lot of people say Morrowind was a really unique experience for them because you got to explore a different world and. Yes, Morrowind's world is quite different from what a lot of people have honestly experienced in real yeah. life. But to me, it's more like exploring a world that's about to die. Like, I mean, then this... it does kind of die, so that's fair. Well, yeah, it, it spoilers, it dies. And everybody dies, yeah. But it was <gasps> going to die regardless of what you did. Like uh, the society the... itself, yeah. Yes. Everywhere you go... Uh, the society is falling apart in different ways. Uh, each organization is mostly ran poorly. The imperial factions are mostly ran by the most incompetent members of their organization because it was more of a punishment assignment. They wanted them out of the way of the important stuff, so they send them where somewhere they just didn't care about. Varnfell. It was Varnfell. Who cares what happens yeah. there? The Australia uh, of Tamriel. Basically, like uh, an interesting, like a lot of the stagnation is specifically the fault of the tribunal, in fact. Uh, one example I used to show this was 
house dress, which, as the game describes, is an agrarian agricultural society and its large soil rice plantations rely completely on slave labor for their economic viability. This is they are entirely reliant on slave labor for their economy. They are not efficient enough to run an economy without a portion of their population being literally enslaved. Yeah. So it's not going to end well for a lot of people. That's not going to end well, but as we know from real societies, you're doing a lot of things very wrong if that's true. But then you look at six years after Morrowind and Elder Scrolls four goes like, Oh yeah. House dress. They ended slavery. They uh, formed an alliance with Blaylu and they are now uh, fighting Indorel. That was quick, yeah. wasn't it? Six years from complete reliance on <laughs> slavery to, yeah, we're done with that. It's almost like they were just keeping that institution alive because, uh, some literal gods were keeping their society from advancing in meaningful ways. <laughs> Vivek wouldn't do them dirty like that. Uh, oh, wait, no, he literally did. A lot. Yes. <laughs> in this specific way, he ensured that the practices of slavery would continue, even though, as was apparent, it was actually a detriment to their society. Yeah. Uh... I wrote a lot more about it, a, a bunch of specific characters. I'm not going to go into that. At some point, I'll be posting it to our new UESP blog. Uh, currently, it's on our Tumblr blog if you want to read them now, though. And they're more off-the-cuff, unrefined state. Awesome. I'm trying to decide. You can decide. Should we save our topic for another week? Because uh, we, we're we've had a long show already. We have. apparently a lot happened with ESO. A lot happened with ESO. Uh, we mm-hmm. did have a full topic and we teased it a bit. A so, little but bit. I do feel like we're this is over an hour more of conversation. Yeah, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah. If we keep talking for another hour, so you know what? Why don't we save it? So we're gonna have a conversation soon about what happens with all of because all of the games that we have are online. Like Legends is online, Blades is online, ESO is online. Who knows what Elder Scrolls Six will be like? Hmm. We have uh, a history of when stuff goes offline with old games that they're like, oh, well, you can hack it to work. But what happens with all these new things? So we wanted to have a conversation about all of that and what we've seen from other games. But let's have that another day because this was just a long talk about ESO having so many issues. But I think it was a good talk. I think we had a lot of, lot of good was. things to say there. So I don't want to keep everybody's time. Yeah, yeah, it's a little cathartic, right? That's what I feel like. Yeah, I'm like, I feel a little bit better out. talking about yes. all that. Um, uh, I, I guess we'll stay tuned for us discussing this at the earliest, um, on the 13th. Would it, be, it could be next week, couldn't it? On the 6th? I, I or mean, we have something sixth. to talk about then? Yeah, I mean, I'll be right after Will Extra Life. Will you be awake for to? that? I'll be here. I'll be fine. Okay. You heard it here first. We will consider doing this on the 6th. Yeah, we might do this next part week. Part 2 of... Ooh, part 2. I think part, I'm just going to call this part show two. Bugs, Part 2 includes the actual discussion. Yeah. So stay awesome. tuned. 
stay tuned. Uh, also, anybody who is live right now, if you want a chance to win the coin, stay tuned after we run the outro video. I'll yeah. pop back on and we'll do the giveaway. So make sure you stay there. Um, well, but on behalf of myself, Doc, AKB, and the rest of the UESP staff, we hope you guys have had a fantastic week or a couple of weeks without us. And we hope that you continue to have a good week in Tamriel and that things are going great. Just remember, be kind to everybody. Be polite. Remember, everybody else is fighting a harder battle. And on behalf of myself, I hope you guys do well. Bye, everybody.